Welcome to the Papa Rockstars Podcast with Anya Bohm, where we talk about all things paparazzi, team training, suggestions, interviews with elite leaders, and more, all to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rock star success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Papa Rockstars Podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host. Today, I am super excited to welcome to the show Erica Champion-Wise. Now, before we jump into her interview, don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Erica, and there you're going to find her interview. Now, again, that website is paparockstars.com slash Erica. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Erica here. She is a dog mom of four Dotsons and one Shepherd. She lives in Florida, and she's been with Paparazzi four years and five months. Erica is an executive producer. As of the time of this recording, it has been just a couple days since that was official. She is Crown Club 25 and Life of the Party Silver. Erica, did I leave anything out? I don't think so. Um, I wrote down a couple of things that I didn't think to tell you. Um, I have listened to the Papa Rockstars podcast for hmm, probably three years now. <laughs> I've been an avid listener for years. And so I thank you for all that you've done to put together these podcasts and just the joy that it brings me to be able to listen to what other women have said in the past and learn from them. And so I'm so grateful to you for all of the things that you do to help perfect strangers. I was a perfect stranger before paparazzi. I'm so glad that you do this. And, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can tell that this is going to be an amazing interview, and we are honored to have you here. So thank you. Now, Erica, how did you get started with paparazzi? I have been with six different, and yes, that is S-I-X, six different direct sale companies. I was at an event with a different company. It was a skincare and makeup company in Asheville. The event was terrible. Oh, my gosh, it was three kinds of bad. Everybody lost money except for this really shy painfully shy, y'all, painfully shy lady in the corner with this cute little setup and all these signs that said $5 jewelry. Now, remember, it was terrible. I lost money. And then I went over to this place and I shopped, and this lady went home with at least $20 of my money plus a few hundred dollars of everybody else's money. And the businesswoman in me said, girl, we need to talk. What are you doing over here? I mean, this is really only $5, and it's really cute stuff. And you made money at an event where I lost more than I'm willing to tell you how much I lost. And it was a no-brainer for me. I spent the rest of the afternoon chit-chatting with her, getting some, you know, basic questions. How much does it cost? How do I get started? The same stuff we all ask, right? And the same day, I met her that morning, signed up that night because it was absolutely a no-brainer for me. Cute, $5, most simple business model ever done. Where do I sign? It was so funny. (laughs) I still laugh to think that I was the one I met her that day and I signed up that night because it was very simple. It's interesting that you say that you just sat and watched her all day with people walking out of her booth with those little pink bags and you're going, what is going on over there? (laughs) Yes. And how can I get in on this? 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nothing can sell that opportunity more than you watching with your own eyes someone being so successful, and then you walk over and you're like, okay, sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best recruitment tool ever. (laughs) So, Erica, what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? I actually have two of them. I know you're only supposed to have one, but I have two. And some days I need one more than the other. Uh, My first one is freedom. I was also an educator. I am a highly qualified educator, um, and I never had any freedom. I moved from teaching high school to higher ed and then into the administration of higher ed, and I was working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And I could never decide what I wanted to do, when I wanted to do it, and surely there was never enough money, ever. And so I know what it's like to be chained to a desk for more hours than you are able to be at home. I know what it's like to miss time with the most important people in your life. I know what it's like to not have a choice in what you do. And on those days when I just want to lay in bed, I kind of threaten myself in a nice way, sometimes not so nice, depending on how bad the day is. Erica, get up or you're going back to that office. Is that what you want to do? And I go, no, ma'am, yes, I'm getting up right now. I'm getting up, I'm going to shower, we're going to work. And so it gets me out of bed. It's a, it's, a, it's a reminder of what my life was like because I have freedom now of time, freedom of choice, freedom of finances, freedom to give, freedom to do anything that I want to do, but also freedom to be authentically, 100% Erica. I don't have to fit in a mold. I don't have to wear a uniform. I don't have to act, look, talk, be a certain way. I get to be me, and I am celebrated as me. And then my second why is to teach and empower others. To, oh, And it is the teacher in me. It is the educator in me. But there's nothing like watching someone who you know has struggled, who you know has earned every inch of her success, have that success. And know that she deserves it more than anyone out there. That lights my fire and ignites my passion is just being able to tell someone, it's tough today, but get up. Do the work. You'll be rewarded, I promise. And just empower and pour life into her and speak victory over her and her life and her situation. And then watch her get up and work in that power and that victory. And then read the rewards. Oh, I get chills just thinking about the people who who have been able to empower along the way and even the people that I don't even know. So good. So just to reiterate what you said, your freedom, which that was so powerful when you were speaking about your freedom, the freedom to be yourself, to give to others, to be in control of your finances. And then you talked about how to teach and empower others, which, Erica, you have such a big servant heart. And that is one of the things I love about you is that you are you are a blessing to other lives and you are in it to help others, not just yourself. Thanks. (laughs) Now, how has has your why changed from when you first started paparazzi to right now? It has changed in that it has become bigger, so much bigger, specifically the teaching and empowering of others. I don't just teach my team. I teach anyone who's willing to listen. 
I offer one-on-one coaching with women who are not on my team. I open my trainings. I have them publicly on Facebook. I have a YouTube full of how-tos along with some butt kicks in there, too, because that's what we do around here. We've got to kick each other in the butt some days on the tough days. Get up. Go to work. You can do this. And my why has changed to really focus on that a lot more in that I know I'm feeling a need. I know I'm feeling a great, giant need. I get messages and emails and comments all the time. Erica, my sponsor never taught me this. Thank you for this. Erica, my sponsor is no longer in the company. You are filling that void. Thank you for this. And every time I get them, I I cry. Women don't know, but I cry behind the scenes that I am honored. I am privileged to stand in and to fill a need for someone and to teach her what she doesn't know. And then the next step is to empower her to believe in herself because she's got the knowledge, but we're all a little scared to step out and do the hard things to get out of that comfort zone. So my why over the years, and especially of late, has just gotten more broad in in what I'm able to do and the platform on which I can do it. And it's so much more powerful. And I have fewer fewer bad days because I know that even though right now I'm not getting response, tomorrow I may wake up to someone saying, you changed my business. And that is it's so motivating to me to know that even if my own team doesn't want it, Somebody somewhere in paparazzi, thinking about paparazzi, going to join paparazzi one day, is getting the help that she needs. Can you listeners hear that servant heart and what she just said? Her why has changed from when she started teaching high school and then being in an administrative position to training people she doesn't even know on a bigger stage via social media. So I just, I love that. And I love you, Erica. (laughs) And I love you. Thank you. Yes, my my servant heart is fulfilled every day because I get to do this. And and my purpose is bigger than paparazzi. My purpose is to, to pour life and belief and faith into men and women everywhere in a world that is hurting. And it's so fun to get to do that. I'm honored to get to do that. You are a blessing to all of us for sure. Now, we're going to take a little bit of a shift here. Erica, you've heard it on the podcast before, but I want you to take us to the moment that was your worst paparazzi moment. And for the new listeners, you, you, we're going to just clarify here. We are not bad-mouthing paparazzi. We are not bashing it. This is the moment we talk about because we want you to know that the elite are just like every other consultant. They're just like the star consultants, just like the producers. They've had those rough moments and they've made the decision to keep going. So, Erica, please take us to that moment in time and make us explain it, make it feel like we're there with you. Yes. Um, This one was easy because it's still vividly burned in my memory. It's probably going to stay there forever. And and you said the elite have been through it, and, and I would add the elite have probably been through more. We've been through the ringer in some cases. We, oof. Man, just taking out one moment for some people is very hard. Mine is easy because 2016 was a life-changing year for me in a good way, 
but it was the hardest life-changing year for me. Many things had to be removed from my life. Many people had to be removed from my life. I had to let go of some things and some beliefs and some long-held understandings in order to grow. But um, November 2016, my team and I were working for Producer. I had been working for Producer since 2015. I ranked up to Executive Director in November 2015. It had been a year since I had ranked up. And we were working hard. It was an emotional struggle because of some, some personal things that were happening in my marriage. I almost lost my marriage. Um, sorry. But we were, we were, I was putting my head down and working and kind of, you know, ostriching it, putting it in the sand, just deciding not to worry about the personal stuff, focus on the business because I could control the business. And come November 30th, I did not rank up. I missed producer, a rank I had been working on for a year by 576 pieces. I didn't even have to go back to my back office and check that number. I know that number. I missed a rank that I knew I was going to have, that God had told me I was going to have a promise that he had made to me by 576 pieces. Not by thousands of pieces, no. 576 pieces. I missed a rank. I got mad. I had hurt. It spiraled me into a three-month depression. I was deeper than I had ever been. I was, you know, in the Bible it says Daniel was in the pit of despair. I was down there with him. You know, the lions were after me. It was rough. <laughs> it was really rough. And and I lived in in self-doubt, self-hatred. I got mad at God. I got mad at my team. I was just all around mad, and I was not a very nice person for three months. That was that was not easy. And I won't go to the next part until you ask the question because the next part is, is the light. It is the, the light after the storm. Well, let's jump right into it. What lesson do you want us to learn from this, Erica? There's several. There's several. Um, the first one is paparazzi is simply your job. Paparazzi is not your life. Paparazzi is not your identity. Paparazzi sometimes is frankly not your priority. Do not let it consume and rule you, especially at the expense of your relationship with God, of your relationship with your spouse or significant other, of the relationship with your best friends. If you are at your nine to five, it's not your identity. You go there, you clock in, you work, you clock out, you go home, and you go home and you become who you truly are. The same has to be with paparazzi. Yes, I love it. Yes, it has blessed me. Yes, it has given me amazing things. But at the end of the day, paparazzi is just my job. I work it faithfully. I work it more than 40 hours a week, I promise. But it is still just my job. It does not rule me. It does not rule my life. And I'm not willing to lose the most important person in my life to a job. The the second lesson is is to learn 
self-love, to learn self-worth. What are you worth? And you are worth more than any title in the world. A title isn't important. You are worth amazing things. If you don't believe me, go read the Bible and see what God says about you and the amazing things that he says about you. He says he sings over us. The God who created the world sings over me. I need to believe that I am worthy. And the third lesson is, is to grow, to grow through the hard times. That broke me. November broke me. I had a dear friend come to me in December and say, I don't know what broke in you, but something broke, and you need to fix it. And it took me a day or two to be like, you're right, you're right. It was rough. I didn't want to hear it, but I listened to her. And the, third, the final lesson is to grow through it. When you break, you get to be put back together in a new way. You get to learn new things. You get to grow through it if you choose. You can stay broken. You can stay bitter. You can stay mean. You can hate yourself, the world, God, anybody else you want to hate. Or you can decide this right here. This is my turning point. This is my turning point. And I'm going to end the story with November 2017, a year later, I ranked up to premier producer. I decided November 16 was my rock. This is where I'm going to rebuild. This is where I'm going to become who I'm designed to be. That is where God gave me my purpose, which is so much more than just selling $5 jewelry. I heard once on a book I was listening to that you have to draw a line in the sand. This Mm -hmm. is where I am, and this is where I'm never going back to. And that it kind of comes out in your story a little bit. That is where you were, and you had to grow from that point. You weren't willing to go backwards, and then you made some decisions. And I loved you said, choose and decide several times during that what you wanted us to learn part because every day is a choice and you have to choose number one what you want with paparazzi but number two who you're going to be and choose whether to follow it or not Um, and choose to love yourself that is huge Um, I also liked that you said put it away put paparazzi away it is so easy when you work a home-based business to be on all the time. And it is so not good for your relationships, for your family, for even your business. Like there's times that I'll be cooking dinner and I'm messaging people, customers, and cooking dinner. But there's also the times where I'm giving the girls a bath and I'm not going to take that time away from them and make them feel less important because somebody needs a necklace or reading them a bedtime story. I don't need to cut that, that short so that I can tell somebody I have a bracelet or a pair of earrings that they want. They'll wait until my mm-hmm. kids are tucked in bed, and then I can get back to them. And the same thing like what you were saying with my marriage, I'm not going to risk that for a $5 piece of jewelry. So you definitely have to choose and take time off from your business. And people understand, right? They do, and if they don't, Tell them to take their $5 elsewhere. <laughs> I have absolutely, and, and I shoot straight, 100%, I don't sugarcoat anything. I have told someone, you are rude to me. You are demanding of my time when you know I am with Solomon, with my husband. I don't need your money. 
And that was the end of it. I Sometimes in our life, we have to be strong enough, brave enough, love ourselves enough to cut out the parts, the people who are not working. Nothing that we do is an emergency ever. <laughs> it's $5 jewelry. We're not saving lives here. It is not an emergency. You don't need me right that minute. And learning to be that way is freedom. And being okay with it's a necklace, sister. Cool it. It's all right. I, I take time off, too, just like you do. I like to cook dinner, too. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just being strong enough to say to someone, my time is worth more to me than your $5. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Today I was listening at breakfast to two ladies who were talking, and they were both upset because they have not found that person in their life. And um, I was sitting across the table. It was kind of a crowded dining area, and one of them was wearing a paparazzi necklace. And I thought, well, I want to see if she's a a consultant. I can make a new friend. And if not, I just want to tell her she has an amazing necklace on. And so I commented on her necklace, and I said, well, are you a consultant? And she said, said, no, this is actually the second time I've bought this necklace. And I have friends that do it and and blah, blah, blah. And And the lady that she was with, she said, oh, yeah, I have people that sell paparazzi. And so then I started to tell her, well, I think it's beautiful, and you wear it very well. And um, I was hoping that I'd get to see you again at convention, but just have a wonderful day. And midway through my conversation, or my my sentence, she turns and, like, stops talking to me and started talking again to the lady that she was with, mid-sentence. And I felt very ignored, very shunned. And then it occurred to me, like, they're talking about these people that they want to have in their lives, and yet to a complete stranger who was giving them a compliment – Mid-sentence, they turned and stopped talking to me. And I thought, that's maybe why you don't have someone special in your life. (laughs) Not to be mean, but just because their priorities were in the wrong place. They were not putting those special people in their lives or potential special people in their lives in a place where that relationship could grow and flourish. Um, It made my heart hurt for them, but it's definitely a mistake that we do not want to be making. So we need to be sure and have our priorities straight, put the phone down, and take care of your customers later, take care of the people you love first. I love that. Yep. Now, Erica, what is a habit you have that contributes to your success? This is actually very hard to decide because I have a lot of habits. I am a habit-driven person. I have routines, and I will die having routines. Don't mess with Erica's routine. You will pay the price. So this was hard to decide, but I landed on my early morning times. If you can't tell by now, I have a relationship with God. (laughs) Shouldn't be a surprise, especially to those who know me. Um, I I lead a faith-based life, and so every morning, my husband leaves for work at about 6.45, and so I grab some coffee and sit down um, in my chair and just have a time with God. I pray, I meditate, I journal, I talk to God, I, I talk out the problems, I talk about what's going on, I, I pray for blessings over myself and over my team and over my friends. And every day, 
rain or shine, good or bad, I have that time, whether it's 15 minutes or some days it's gone on a few hours because I needed it. I was mad. I needed to talk to God. God, you need to fix this. No, he doesn't work that way. But <laughs> every morning I sit down and I get my head and my heart right. I let go of the nonsense because sometimes first thing in the morning it's frantic and crazy and blah, blah. You know, let go of that nonsense, decide what thoughts I'm going to think that day. And to those who've never done mindfulness, I know that sounds like a foreign concept, but it is true. We have full, total, 100% control over our thoughts. I decide what I'm going to think that day. And whether it's based on the scripture that I'm reading for my devotion that morning or the scripture that God has put in my heart or I... I had a really great message on Sunday morning and I'm still chewing over it or anything like that. I decide the thoughts I'm going to think. I decide I'm going to be positive. I decide that no matter the bump, it's still going to be a great day. I decide that even if it's raining outside, hallelujah, because I don't have to water the plants today. It's Florida. (laughs) These puppies need water every day. You know, I decide those things every morning during that quiet time. And I also let just let go of the bad. And that has been probably my most difficult, but my most rewarding part was learning how to release the bad thoughts. That's been the habit that has changed me personally and then spilled over into changing my business because I set myself up for success every morning because by the time I, you know, 8 o'clock rolls around and I'm starting work, I'm running into a mess. <laughs> Somebody somewhere has got a problem and I have to solve it. If I'm not right in myself, I'm going to tear her head off or I'm going to ignore her. I'm going to say, deal with it. I can't handle it. That's not the leader and the woman that I am. I take that time and I get my mind right. And I start my day. So you're saying you don't pick up your phone when you get out of bed and start responding to texts and emails and messages. You get right with God first and get your day started off on the right foot, correct? About 90% of the time because sometimes I am bad and I will pick up the phone in the bed and I'm like, no, 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 put it down, put it down, get up, go have breakfast, get out of here because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm human too. <laughs> The majority of the time, yes, I go and have my time with God in the morning. (laughs) What a difference that makes in getting your day started because you are able to start off at your own pace and set your mind the way that you want before you attack any problems or let other people dictate how your day is going to go. You started off on the right foot. I just love that. Me too. Now, Erica, what advice would you give to a brand-new paparazzi consultant just getting started in their business? I would, and, and this, is, this is what I teach my team, uh, I, I almost mandate prioritization. When you are brand-new, you have just been thrown into 37 Facebook groups, and then you got this website, and then you got this sponsor, and then you got this girl, and then you got this YouTube, and then you got this. And holy moly, what do I start with? Where do I? What is important here? I don't even know where to start. And you're freaking out. And some people can handle that pressure. Some people thrive on that. They want to learn everything. They want to know that. And some people are like, nope, I'm out. That was too much. Can't do it. We don't want either of those. I 
teach my people to prioritize. What do you prioritize? You prioritize what we call in direct sales IPAs, income-producing activities, the things that make you money. We want to start with those. Selling and recruiting, selling and recruiting, selling and recruiting. That's what you want to start with. Girl, it don't matter. It don't matter what kind of cutesy name you're going to come up with for your VIP group. Ain't nobody cares. You can just put $5 jewelry by Sarah. That's beautiful. That's all you need. It doesn't matter that you spend all this mental energy coming up with a cute name. You need to be spending that energy selling your cute $5 jewelry. You need to be spending that time, the hours of agony you spent over your VIP group name, talking to someone about joining this business with you because you're so excited about it. You've got to prioritize. You can't get lost in the weeds of the stuff. I don't care that Wendy next door has this killer and amazing setup in her house. You don't have to copy Wendy. Girl, you just need to go live in this cute little four-foot space of cleanness on the wall behind you in your little house. Everything else can be a disaster. I don't care. But you just need that four foot of space that's clean and go. You don't need Wendy's setup. You just need to sell your jewelry and talk about the opportunity. <laughs> and I know I, I may be, I know I may stand alone on this one, but that's okay. Because if you're not making money, you're not going to stay. Most people, the vast majority, join a business like ours because they want and or need money. The first thing they need to do is make money. I have a, uh, what do I call it, a fast start program for my team. It is the first 23 days of their paparazzi career. I have four tasks, sometimes five, every day of the basic stuff they need to do. Day one, log into your back office and figure it out. Spend 20 minutes and you're done. It's not that complicated. And just simple things like that to set them up for success so that they are not completely lost and completely overwhelmed because an overwhelmed woman cannot work. Think about it. When you're at home and the mess is too big, what do you do? You shut the door and you walk away. <laughs> the same thing happens in paparazzi. If you are just sitting there and all these groups and all of these women are telling you all kind of different stuff, you're probably just going to be like, forget it. I'm done. I'm out. I can't do it too much. We don't want that for our new consultants. I don't want that for myself. Prioritize. New people, prioritize. Make money first. New sponsors, teach your people how to make money first. The rest will come. They can learn while they earn. Learn while they earn and don't get lost in the details. Those are like value bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Erica, if you could suggest one thing to a consultant who is feeling stuck in their business, what would you tell them to do? I would tell her to focus on personal development. That means to grow herself. That means that she needs to read. She needs to watch. She needs to listen. She needs to be in front of good teachers. She needs to grow herself. She needs to learn how to get rid of the nasty, the negative, the bad, and fill it back up with all of the good that she can find. Each time I feel like I'm getting towards stuck, I dig in. I mean, I go all in, head first, not even feet first, head first, into reading new books, listening to great podcasts, listening on YouTube. I find local speakers on any topic. It doesn't matter what topic it is. 
But the energy in the room when you're with a group of people, no matter if it's just like a marketing seminar, because I like marketing, I'm a big nerd. The energy that you come away with and the new ideas and then the creativity that just comes, oh my gosh. I would tell you, go learn something. If your sales are stinking, go learn how to sell. There's a book, there's a podcast, there's a TED Talk, and there's something on YouTube, I guarantee you, on how to sell more effectively. If you're not doing so hot with recruitment, go learn how to communicate with people. If you're not being the best leader you could be, girl, go find something on how to lead. Go dig in. Go learn something. Because you have to grow you before you can grow your sales or grow your team. It's interesting that you say that because I read a book that actually said your business will not grow above your personal development. So if you want your business to grow, develop yourself, feed yourself. And as you grow, your business will also grow. And I thought, how interesting that the two are so connected. But it is so, so true. So if you want your business to grow, grow your personal self, feed your mind, feed your soul, and that growth will happen. And don't give up if it doesn't happen the same day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Many people want, we're such a instant result kind of culture that we have in the U.S. now, in the world. If it doesn't happen the same day, we're not going to keep doing it. Give it two weeks. Give it 21 days. Give it 30 days where you stick every day to learning, growing, developing you, and then the results will come. They're not coming within 24 hours. It doesn't work that way. But they will come if you are stubborn enough and diligent enough to stick to that growth. I heard an analogy that is exactly what you just said. It said, so in your kitchen, you have a stove, you have a microwave, and you have a crock pot. And (laughs) you're not going to get rid of the microwave because you have the crock pot, and you're not going to get rid of the stove because you have the microwave. So it's the same thing with our businesses. Sometimes things are going to be more of an instant result. Sometimes they're going to be needed to be in that crock pot, and it's going to be a little bit slower. But no matter what, you're not going to get rid of the crock pot or the stove because the results are the same. You get cooked food, right? The right. same thing with your business. <laughs> so, oh, that is awesome. I love that analogy, yeah. Erica, what is a quote you have that inspires you? So I actually have a, a promise verse. It is Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. That was a verse I was given in 2014. Now, we're in 18, okay, so this has been a while. Um, 2014, about my journey in paparazzi and and the vision I was given for my future and the the way the end result. And I have it on my vision boards, I have it on my mirrors, I have boy, I got this thing everywhere. I'm surprised I don't have it tattooed. I'm afraid of needles, so I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> um, I have this everywhere because it is powerful to me. You know, God told Habakkuk to write down this vision that he gave him. Okay, so I listened. I wrote down mine. I made it very clear, very plain. I've shared it with 
with some people. Uh, I haven't shared it with a lot of people because it's a very personal vision. Um, and then he said, it is for an appointed time. That appointed time is not for me to know. That is in God's master plan for my life, for his kingdom, for the work that I do for that. But it says, it will surely come. I mean, it doesn't get much more plain than that. It's coming. It's coming. Don't give up. And on the days when I feel like it ain't coming, I look over at my vision board. I'm sitting in my office right now, and I'm looking at it because I just read it off the wall here. It will surely come. And it's like a kick in the teeth to Erica. God said it will come. It will come. Cola. And I can get my mind back in gear, back, back right to believing God said it will happen. And it will happen. That is so powerful. I love that. Erica, what is a book you'd say is a must-read and why? I read a book a week. <laughs> I Sometimes more than one a week. I am a voracious reader. I love to read. Love, 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 love. It is my favorite. If you can't find me, go look in, in our guest room. I'm probably in the bed reading something. So I was like, I don't know, Anya. I've read so many, so many amazing books. But given the audience that I know you have, um, I landed on Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. That's a fabulous book, especially if you are a novice at getting over yourself. Jen Sincero explains how to get over you in a way that no one else in all of the thousands of books I've read has explained it. She uses real-life experiences, real words. She really tells you like it is, and she holds nothing back. She calls you on your BS. She explains what BS means, which is big snooze. So you need to go read and figure out what the big snooze is and why it's holding you back. And this is powerful for both the novice and the, quote, expert, because you never become an expert in, in mindfulness. It's an ongoing learning experience because of the way she sets it up. She uses the exact same concepts that somebody else uses, all, because nothing is new in mindfulness, but puts it in a language that resonates with us as women. She writes to women. Everyone should read this book. It should be on every bookshelf of anyone who does direct sales. Paparazzi girls, today, go get it. Start reading it and start digesting it. Um, I remember, because I read super fast, but I remember this book took me a month because the concepts are so powerful. I had to stop at the end of every chapter and go, oh, my gosh, I can do this. I can apply this to my life. But holy crap, that was tough. It was amazing. (laughs) I still read it sometimes, like certain chapters I need to go back through. When I'm trying to work into new things and the big snooze is kicking my butt, I have to remind myself, this is what's going on. Push through. You'll get it. That is such a good book. And it's one I actually got the uh, audio version and so I'll mm. listen when I'm driving. And I love her, the way that she puts things. I love the stories that she tells. It is such a good book. So I'm going to second your recommendation on that one. <laughs> good. Okay, Erica, here on the Popper Rock Stars podcast, you know this, we like to do a 
call challenge. What would you challenge the listeners to do in the next seven days to take action in their paparazzi business? I am, as usual, going to be a rebel. No one's surprised. And tell someone, tell, tell our listeners here to do something for their life that will spill into their business. Um, my challenge is to keep a gratitude journal. Whether it's a true journal and you sit down every morning like I do and write out what you're grateful for and if you want to do it that way. I also have a little little spiral, little tiny little spiral notebook on my desk. When I'm just having a tough morning, I'm like, all right, it's time to write some, something I'm happy about. And I take that three minutes to just write down, all right, I'm thankful I got a house. I'm thankful I got I really don't like this person, but I'm thankful she's a root. You know, keep that gratitude journal. Do it for a week, of course, but push yourself to do a little more. Because the reality, the law of the world, is the more you are grateful for, the more you will have to be grateful for. So if you have to start small and say, I am grateful I have food, I am grateful I can feed my family, I am grateful we have a house, I am grateful we have a working vehicle, start there. Your gratitude list will grow every day. There is no shame in having a gratitude list of three things when you start out. But the more you are grateful for, the more you will have to be grateful for. So take the time. Make the time. Prioritize the time to be grateful. And yes, you can say the list aloud. I, I teach my, my mamas, when you're in the car, this is an opportunity to teach your children something that the world cannot teach them. Sit in the car with them when you're driving somewhere. Kiddos, what are we going to be grateful for today? What are we happy that we have? And let them talk you through what you're, they're grateful for. You're going to cry, period of what they're grateful for. You're going to laugh at some things. I'm grateful for Spider-Man. I'm grateful for Superman. That's fine. They're children. They're supposed to be grateful for those things. And then you model it for them in the car, letting them know what you are grateful for. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your daddy. I'm grateful for this person or food, those sorts of things. But also take the time to write it down. Kinesthetics, here comes my teacher at me, the kinesthetics part of this is incredibly powerful. Oh, it is amazing what will happen as you put pen to paper, five minutes, I am grateful for X, Y, and Z. And then tomorrow, it may take you seven minutes, but it is worth that time. And again, this is not an overnight thing. This is not going to happen tomorrow. But as your time goes on, your list is going to shock you of how much you have to be grateful for. Boom, challenge accepted. So get a gratitude <laughs> journal and write in it for at least, emphasis on at least seven days. <laughs> well, Erica, this has been an amazing episode. I am beyond blessed to have shared this with you, and I know that this will also be a blessing to so many others as well. For the listeners, thanks again for tuning in today. Don't forget to head over to paparockstars.com slash Erica to keep the party going. Have a rockin' week, everybody. Bye-bye.